Okay, warning. This is a warning. This is very important and you have to listen to this. We know this isn't a movie review podcast. However, this episode is. This episode is a movie review episode. We're gonna be talking about West Side Story. And if you haven't seen it, you need to go see it before this episode. So stop right now and go watch West Side Story. But like, don't listen to it and be like, oh, I'm not actually gonna go see it, so I'll listen anyways. No, like after listening, you're gonna wish you had seen it uh-huh. and not listen to it. Uh-huh. Us Cause we will just it. say, this was one of the best movie going experiences we've both had in a yeah. really long time. Yeah, so super good. don't listen to this episode until you've seen The West Side Story by Steven Spielberg. Spielberg. And Steven if you, Spielberg. And if you listen to this before watching the movie, you're just like- You're really not a close friend. You're really fake and not a close we friend. can't have that and we'll definitely block we you. We would rather have you not listen to this episode entirely than listen to it without having watched it. Yes. Movie. And that is dedication because we get lots of listens. <laughs> okay. Proceed with caution. Welcome to the Close Friends Podcast full- um, Disclaimer. Full disclosure. We've got a a disclaimer here. Um, We actually recorded this intro about two seconds ago. Um, But we was having some difficulties. But we began the original intro a little bit um, with some more musical. Yeah, yeah. But basically, God was saying, God was saying, no. They don't need to hear that. They don't need to hear that. And what's even worse than hearing it is hearing it in bad quality. So we just restarted. But anyways, we might have a jingle by now because Eden will be home to harass her brother yes. into making us a jingle. And, and if, if so, there is a jingle, you would have heard it's it. It's right here. <laughs> Play. <laughs> okay. Um, so we were recording this in December. However, when this goes up, it'll be January 2nd if my calculations, aka my looking at the calendar is correct. <laughs> And so, happy new year! Happy Boom. new year! What is 2022 the year of? What was. I know that 2020 was the year of the rat. I remember that like, because like Chinese I had rat thing? infestation in my freshman year. Oh, like for us personally? No, the year of the rat, like Chinese. Like, new year. Oh, let me look it up. Um, I don't know what, what this is year was. I or think this is the year of the snake. 2021 is the year of the snake. I but feel like that's right. I'm wondering what 2022 is. Year of. Not that I know really what it means, but sometimes it's fun to see. The The what? I'm getting lots of different things. I'm getting ox. The ox. Next year's tiger. I'm vibing with the tiger a little bit more. So this is the year of the ox. Yes, currently. Next year is the year of the tiger. I'm totally vibing with the year of the tiger. And the next we got the rabbit. Year of the rabbit? That's interesting. Hmm, I wonder what all those mean. (laughs) I don't know. I wonder if they, like, recirculate, you know? I wonder, like, if 20... 12 was like the year of the rabbit and then it's like there's more animals than 10 so maybe right. like every 100 years you're right when they run out of animals you're right they um, really obscure the year of the naked mole rat <laughs> that's my kind of year <laughs> um man there's some funny rodents out there i just remember thinking the funniest sounding animal was a tasmanian devil when did you hear a Tasmanian devil? No, no, like the funniest name for an animal oh. is a Tasmanian devil. Oh, I thought you heard one like, <laughs> or something. When, <laughs> when you lived in freaking like Madagascar. That's, that's, yeah, true. Yeah. Um, well, last night oh, we gosh. went and saw oh, a movie. Gosh. We can thank Daphne for this emotional trauma. 
she suggested that we go see West Side Story, the we were movie. Or we were we were all thinking, oh, we should go see a movie. And so Daphne was like, I'll see what movies are out. And she said, oh, West Side Story is coming out. Literally murdered me. Murdered me. Like, actually, murdered. we're just going to give the, the alert right now. There will be there spoilers. Will be, this whole entire... What we're talking about right now is going to be spoilers for West Side Story. But like another little disclaimer, if you don't know the story, I didn't know what West Side Story was before. Same. But if you don't know the story of Romeo and Juliet, like that's just it's on essentially you. what it is. That's just on you. Except it's like four hundred times worse, like more tragic. Yeah, because it it's like a little bit more modern. It's in the fifties. It so it's a little a more relatable, like, and it also incorporates racism. Yeah, sexism, abuse, like it incorporates so a many lot of heavy topics. Things. Yeah, um, and I was not expecting, and so I didn't know that it was a. I had literally I had no prior knowledge about West Side Story until um, yesterday, and I was like, kind of, honestly, I liked that because I like going into movies without knowing a lot, um, but Daphne did tell me that it was a adaptation of Romeo and Juliet so I was pretty intrigued but at times I found myself completely forgetting that it was an adaptation of Romeo and Juliet so there's the whole Mercutio I don't know if you remember Romeo and Juliet from like freshman year high school but there's the whole Mercutio scene where so in West Side Story you basically have the Jets and the Sharks and the Jets are white a gang of white boys they're like poor they have no, like, parents We're thinking, taking like, care of them. We're thinking, like, you know, like, that vibe. They're just, like, rough around the edges. Mm-hmm. Their parents are, like, addicts. So they're literally just, like, living on the streets. Street rats. But they're, like, a kind of but they consolidated think, gang. But they think they, like, own New York just because mm-hmm. they've always lived there. Mm-hmm. And then the, the sharks are the Puerto Ricans. Um, the Puerto Rican men. And women, of course, I think. There's, only, there's only men. It's in only, in the gang. Men. Or, like, yeah, if yeah, that's yeah. what they would even call yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, 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 um, But they're, like, yeah. going head-to-head. Kind of, like, gives Grease vibes in that way. Mm-hmm. It like the dancing, me a lot the of the outsiders when they called it, you know, we're, we've got a rumble tonight, you yeah. know, blah, blah, blah. It reminded me a ton of the outsiders, which I am a huge outsiders fan. I loved the outsiders in middle school, and it was, oh, it's so good. But, yeah, it reminded me a lot of the outsiders but also hugely romeo and juliet so but the the funny thing for me was that i i couldn't like there were i had to constantly remind myself oh my gosh this is romeo and juliet like even the whole balcony scene um which is like a classic romeo and juliet balcony scene you know where he's like a rose by any other name would blah 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 be so sweet like there is a balcony scene in West Side Story, and only after the entire balcony scene was finished, I was like, oh my gosh, wait, that was the balcony scene. Like, And he was singing like her name, like Maria, Maria, yeah. Maria. I'm like, all these parallels, I didn't even notice until I had to like, it was just, it was so, so, so good. What was, okay, let's try to organize this discussion. Um, <laughs> what was your favorite thing about the movie in terms of like, actors cinematography music like what was your favorite what was your favorite thing or scene that you liked yeah um i think it was like really well done film wise i guess i don't really have like too much of a perspective on that however 
this probably just has to do with my like migraine yesterday it made me really dizzy there was a lot of like weird overshot angles which like were cool and like worked but for me i was dizzy that's like completely side note and has nothing to do with the movie but that was just like a little wonky to me at first but i that, think that the was a opening sequence was definitely so spielberg so I, I, I consider myself um, a pro. I, I know a lot about Steven Spielberg films. They're not called movies; they're called films. And um, no, I don't know a lot about cinematography. And there's a lot of people at Belmont that would um, have more information for us um, on this. But I definitely think that was characteristic of, like, I didn't know a lot about Spielberg before going into the movie. But when I watched that opening sequence of the like panning shots where were they they were at like the they were at, like the demolition of yeah. some it was yeah. where the lincoln center was uh-huh, being built uh-huh. and i was like oh my gosh this reminds me of like i just know it's kind of like a baz lerman type thing where you're like when you're watching a baz lerman movie you're like this is baz lerman that's kind of the vibe that it gave definitely i'm glad that they like slowed their role on that because the opening sequence was intense like a lot of camera movement it was it was too much yeah but like i think overall they like toned it back it was just like open it up and make it dramatic but my favorite i don't know did you have a favorite scene i don't think i i really like the belt no my favorite scene actually was you guys should just all go see the movie. Yeah, Paul's, first of all, Paul's go this see episode, it. go watch the <laughs> two and a half hour long movie <laughs> yeah. in theaters. It honestly didn't feel that long. No, wait. I was like, oh gosh, we're watching this at 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. and it's three hours long. Mm-hmm. But it went it by so fast. It literally because I was so literally fast. shaking with adrenaline. I yeah. was so shocked the whole time. But my favorite scene was there was like a school dance. Yes. And there was like a lot of like butting heads with the two groups. like, And at one point... Anta Elgort, mm. well, I guess I should say, like, their actual names, it was Tony mm-hmm. and Maria, like, see each other across the thing, and you just see all the movement, like, mm-hmm. this is the kind in of, between like, them. yeah, there's, like, all this dancing going on in between them that you can see, mm-hmm. but, like, they're in focus, mm. and they're, like, oh. locking eyes, <gasps> oh my god! and then they, like, walk and meet each other behind the bleachers, and, oh. like, do a, like, a little he, dance. He, like, puts his arm up and leans on the yes. bleachers, kill me, oh, that was so good. Literally shoot me dead. <laughs> <laughs> it was fabulous that that scene literally got me and then like that like kind of kicked off the main drama of the movie yeah but at that point i think that's when i leaned over to daphne and eden Mm -hmm. and was like literally Mm -hmm. shoot me dead Mm -hmm. this is too much for Mm -hmm. me to watch Mm -hmm. i literally need to close my eyes because i can't look anymore and daphne started like cackling in the theater (laughs) that was the moment i knew it was too cute that was the moment i knew that we were in for a a roller coaster with the movie because it's uh, i don't know i i feel like you have your classic okay it's romeo and juliet yeah they both die in the end like oh you know you i don't know it's it's they die for love blah 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 we get it for some reason this just was so different and like the same but like so different for me and i think like it was just a little more relatable i think yeah and it was also so much more there was it was so much more high stakes you know what i'm saying like there was so much more um racial tension sexual tension and the i mean like of the sexes 
tension between the sexes, <laughs> not sexual tension. But there was that. But there was like, you know, um, like tension between, there was a transgender member of the Jets, right? Mm. I think he was transgender. No, no, no. I agree with that completely-ish. Like, it's not confirmed. That's what my thought is. That was my This was a whole, like, confusing part of the movie to me. It's like this person is, like, sneaking around and kind of keeping an eye on everything. And you just, like, get glimpses of them, like, kind of, like, scurrying around. Yeah. But they don't explain it. But it kind of, I think the person played the role. It was definitely, like, a Ambiguous. gender norm thing. Uh-huh. But basically, they played the role of, like warning of what's to come to yes the jets exactly like they would spy on the other people and then come and tell the Mm -hmm. jets like oh this guy has a gun like run or something Mm -hmm. but then they also played the role of like like divine gender norms yeah like i think that's definitely why that person was put in the movie Mm -hmm. because they i will say this it did not feel forced like it didn't i feel like a lot of movies nowadays are like oh we've got to force a transgender or you know force a transgender (laughs) no we've got to like force a person i'm gonna need you to become a woman for this movie no (laughs) i'm gonna force this you know what i'm trying to say i feel like a lot of movies try to force um yeah how do i say wokeness yeah i guess yeah and this did not feel like there was one moment where they kind of like acknowledged the gender thing and then that was it. They didn't have to make it a huge deal. But they also weaved it into the storyline in a way that mattered and was not completely irrelevant. Like, I feel like when you have a storyline like that, it's easy for people to just be like, oh, this is a completely tangential storyline. Like, what we care about is the, the, the fighting and the love and blah, blah, blah. But, at, like, there are so many key moments that that character is a part of. And at the end, when one of the guy what basically the person comes and says hey what's his name chino chino's got a gun and tells and them this like, critical in information the jets look at that person and they're like you're what do they say it's like you're a goody old boy which yeah, is they, what they, they call said, each other yeah they said and it, like meant like, a lot to that yep, person you basically called him brother and like you know so that was one aspect of it um it was a little confusing half of the movie though it was like what is this person doing and then you realize i think their role i'm glad i think sometimes in books and movies you can kind of allow for a little confusion if you like clarify no it definitely made sense you know? yeah but like you and i kept leaning over like what the heck like why Which is this I person like screaming yeah oh definitely mm-hmm. it literally is like a little mm-hmm. it they were definitely like a little rat like scurrying around. They were. And after like important And the scenes. cinematography does a really good job of conveying that. Um, even during the dancing scenes, you kind of just see this person in the background. That's you it's like, are you part of the jets? Are you a girl trying to disguise yourself as a guy to fit into the jets? But you kind of figure it out. Um, oh my gosh, but I, I mean <laughs> I I there were so many parts, and, and I I've, I said this on my Instagram because I was just so in shock, but I was like, the story of Romeo and Juliet is nothing new to me. However, I was so shocked when things happened. Yeah. When, is his name Riff? Or is it Griff? I Riff. Riff. When Riff is stabbed by Bernardo in that fight scene. Yeah. That, I literally grabbed your arm so, I was like, I, I 
that was so shocked. That moment, and then every little thing after, after that was I literally boom, was like boom boom. Like I literally had my like, sweatshirt Same. covering my face. And I was like, I was not breathing. I was, I don't know that I've ever been in more shock. I, I'm like, it's West Side Story. I was like constantly like, like throwing myself around in the recliner. Yeah. Like, like no, like that can't have just happened. Yeah. Like, that couldn't have happened. I swear. Like I'm, this is my, must've been what Shakespeare's like first audience felt when they watched <laughs> Romeo and Juliet because I was truly, I had truly completely forgotten about the whole Mercutio and Tybalt fight and how, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm, Mercutio is killed by Tybalt. Give a little context here. And then Romeo, like, who are these people to the story? For it's people? essentially what West Side Story is. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, there's, like, these fighting... Give Mercutio the, the name. Mercutio or, is Romeo's okay. friend. So we have Tony and Riff, right? Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, we have Tybalt, which is Bernardo. Mm-hmm. And so Tybalt kills Mercutio, and then Romeo kills yeah. Tybalt. So that's... So then Tony... Oh my gosh, I mean, and that was a part that I was like, no, 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 don't kill Bernardo. Like, you, your whole thing has been like, I don't want to kill anyone. Yeah, he had just he gotten had just out of prison for, like, almost old, killing He, like, got in a, a kid. what do they call it, a tussle? Uh-huh, rumble. A rumble. <laughs> the girls are tussling. Yeah. He had just gotten in a rumble and, like, one, was one punch away from killing someone and he went to, like, prison for it and he got back and he's, like, trying to redeem himself and when he meets Maria, he's, like, this is why, uh-huh. this is gonna keep me from being bad, uh-huh. essentially. And then he, Maria's brother, Bernardo, I guess we, like, kind of skimmed, a part skimmed of the over the, the story. Mm-hmm. Maria's brother challenges Riff, which is Tony. He's part of Tony's, the, like, is part of the best jets. friends. And... Bernardo and Bernardo Riff go at it. kills Riff, mm-hmm. like stabs, stabs him, him basically in the chest. Yeah, and then which that ends, whole that that was a lot to watch. Yeah, but then Tony catches him and is like, and Riff basically says, "Take the knife out," and then basically what's implied there is use it to go kill him and like it's vengeance. so quick too. It's so quick. Yeah, Riff gets stabbed and then Tony's like looking at him in shock and then it's boom he takes it out and he stabs and Bernardo. he kills Maria's brother, which is yeah crazy insane and so there another part of i think there was so much suspense in the dialogues where they were like are we bringing knives like are we whatever yeah. and i was literally like holding my breath i was uh-huh. like no like don't don't bring knives like oh my gosh yeah. like bro and, and and then riff brings a gun and doesn't even end up using it but then chino uses it to do something well, else we later need to... <sighs> so that's the end of that fight scene. The fight that, scene was that yeah. is like when things really picked up. Yeah. At that point, I yeah. was like thinking we were only an hour in, but we were like close to the end already because yeah. it was just like so interesting. It, it really picks up after. But then they that. literally like disperse because the cops show up and mm-hmm. they like find them dead. So, after okay, it, it I feel like I was so shook after that fight scene but what happens after the fight scene is even more jarring because i had no idea like so the sharks and the jets disperse after both of them both are of them have, both, both sides, of their, like, leaders are both sides yeah both leaders have, are killed so <laughs> and then we have it, it jumps keep it right PG. into the scene where we have oh, yeah, that. um maria singing I'm so I pretty. pretty. Oh, so pretty. And yeah, I dance at a department store. I literally leaned towards Annie and I was like, are we just going to graze over the fact that, like, Her two kids just yeah. got knifed? Like, 
shanked to yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we were just going to. And she really did just breeze over it because then the next and scene. And then I remembered. And then I remembered this isn't even. Because for me, I for some reason thought, oh my gosh, this whole movie is about this fight scene, right? Yeah. I thought this whole movie is about the fight between the sharks and the jets. And then I forgot, oh my gosh, in Romeo and Juliet, Mercutio and Tybalt, that's only a small part. Like, that is only a tiny little blip. There's a whole other story to this, which is Tony and Maria. Yeah, they're forbidden love. Uh Uh-huh. But basically, um, what's the guy's name? The shark's leader? Bernardo. Yeah, Bernardo's girlfriend Anita yeah Anita finds out and she's dealing with that and that, her, she, that her husband that her, is dying yeah, her boyfriend, her yeah. boyfriend serious boyfriend killed. is killed and while that's happening Tony shows up at Maria's window and basically tell her so okay oh, I can't so Chino we got to explain Chino there's the opening dance that Annie was talking about that's so romantic Maria and Chino go together and Chino's this sweet Puerto Rican boy who, you know, has asked Maria to this dance, whatever. Super sweet looking. He's, like, so shy, mm-hmm. reserved, respectful. Uh, but he, you know, Tony kind of... Tony doesn't swoop in, but Chino's dancing. Maria's just walking, and that's when Tony approaches Maria and blah, 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 blah. So there's not necessarily beef between Chino and Tony, but Chino... I mean, it's kind of like... He kind of stole his dance partner. Right. But like Loki, the up until the very end, it seems like Chino is understanding mm-hmm. that they are in love and like mm-hmm. that he's gonna just move on. But um, he shows up at her window after Tony, the fight. Tony shows up at Maria's after window after killing her brother. Uh huh. After killing Bernardo. She knows, by the way. And Chino was the one that that found or that that told Maria. Oh yeah. Um. So of course Chino goes up to Maria. It's like, I was just at this fight. Tony killed Bernardo, your brother. And Maria goes back to her apartment. Tony has the balls to show up <laughs> in her window. And Maria's, like, obviously distraught. But yeah, she starts, like, hitting him. It's so emotional. It's so like, emotional. Like, the, the hitting was like, so Like, the way, emotional. like, a little kid, like, hits their parents. Oh, it was so Where, emotional. like, it doesn't even, like, make a dent. Yes. But, like... Oh, my gosh, the hitting. I forgot about how she's just, like... Because she loves him. Like, you can tell when she's, like, hitting him. Oh, my gosh, it's crazy. I can't even talk about that. But they, um, let's just say they don't. Well, he, well he's, like, first of all, he says, like, I'm going to the cops. I just had to, like, see you. And yeah, she literally, turn myself as he's walking away, is, like, don't make me lose you, too, basically. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh. But, so, of course, so, so then he doesn't go. They, you know, don't let his murdering get in the way of their love and um what happens after that is anita basically okay so maria and tony are like we've got to find a way to 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 leave yeah they're gonna escape and they tell anita hey go to tony's grandmother and tell her like what do they tell her you're skipping a few parts anita walks in on yeah, on oh, Tony. Frick. I forgot about Anita walking in on Tony. That was Anita so walks crazy. in on Tony saying goodbye to Maria. Oh god! And like at her window. I think I audibly cursed when that happened. I literally go shit like in the theater. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was like we were literally like grabbing each other. Yeah. Like she don't can't find him. I thought it was gonna be one of those scenes where like she walks in and it's like he had just left and she's sitting there mm-hmm. acting like nothing happened. No, she caught them and. She, obviously was mad that man had just killed her mm-hmm. basically husband. husband 
but like she's so understanding and gets like is like Maria it's okay I get yeah. it. I'm not gonna forget a beautiful him. beautiful song sequence that yeah. they share that I really liked the sequence yeah that they, they were really good they were good but she basically is like I'm not gonna forgive him but I'll forgive you Maria mm-hmm. that and was like, that was yeah that was yeah. great but what you were saying is when the reporter comes to investigate like the murder and mm-hmm. stuff to basically see if Tony's like hiding out mm-hmm. or whatever Maria sends her sister-in-law-ish. Anita, yeah. Yeah, Anita to go warn Tony, say, like, that she'll be there, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ready to escape. Like, she's packing her bag and she'll yep. be there. So Anita is going to Tony's grandmother's house where Tony is camping out. And Anita is supposed to say... I don't know that that's his grandmother. Is it? No, because she's Puerto Rican. She is Puerto Rican. I think that it's just like an old lady who okay. employs him after and he got he, out of jail. Yes, yes, she employs him. Um, and she's so sweet. She is so sweet. Her song was one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, but she on her way up. there, on Anita's way there, she shows up and all of the Jets, the white boys, are there. And it's they're like, like nighttime there. and they're just camped out like at... The re- is it like a restaurant? It's a pharmacy. It's a, it's a pharmacy. <sighs> I did not see that scene coming. Like that was they like attacked her. They basically all gang up on Anita, and it's like the most like what? Like I, I c- couldn't really believe. I I was like, are they really gonna do this? Because at some points you're like, you ha- when you have like a dual. You know, when you have two sides to a fight, I feel like a lot of audiences are like, oh, who's who's good, who's bad? And up, up until then, I was like, I, they both are just super passionate. And obviously the white guys are like, there's an element of racism there. There's an element of racism through it all. There's an element of territorialism through it all. And you kind of don't see a good versus bad. You know, the white, the Jets are kind of like, eh, you guys kind of suck. But, but you have your reasons for sucking. But both sides are aggressive, you know? Yeah. There's no need to take it to a rumble. Right. Ever right. On either part. So up until then, I was like, you guys are both just really, you know? Mm-hmm. But the scene with Anita in the pharmacy when they all gang up on her. Basically. Basically abusing her. Yeah. I was like, you guys. You're the worst of the deserve worst. Deserve a special spot in hell. Like, you guys <laughs> yeah. suck. And I was so so happy when um i forget what her name is the, the old like grandma woman. Lady. yeah when she walks out and se- basically saves anita from you know a certain fate and looks at all the guys and is like i she says i she said, i've known you, since, I've you known you, since you were born i know all of your names and then she just drops a line that was like so powerful oh gosh it was horrible it was i mean it was great but it was horrible and um, after that, I mean, everything she just really goes makes downhill. them. She, I think, she really put them in their place and made mm-hmm. them realize like how terrible of people they are because they were like literally. Abusing I think them. that was the moment that stopped all of the fighting. Because I think so. Do you remember the guy was like, "What do we do now?" And one of the other guys was like, "We're done." Yeah, and he have you seen? Out. Basically, have you seen what we've become? Yeah. Um. But so. before Anita leaves. Oh, she, God, she, she no. really she sets it all into motion. It really is all in you. And we all we could see it all what was gonna happen when oh. she said these words. She said to the old lady, because she was, the lady was hiding Tony in her basement. Mm-hmm. She told the lady, Chino. Chino has a gun, and he found out Maria and Tony, and he, he shot, shot Maria. Maria dead. 
And of course the old lady believes her. And I think that scene with Tony and the woman, the old woman oh, in the basement. Oh, that was so hard to watch. That was the most painful to watch that because was... Tony is packing up his stuff and he's like, all right, Maria and I are going to escape. Maria will be here any moment. And she'll be here any moment. Grandma, or can I borrow Can I borrow money for tickets? And she is just standing there like, how do I break the news that Maria is dead? And you know, of course, Maria's not dead. <laughs> I'm getting heated just talking about it. But, but he... Oh, when she finally, when she finally tells, tells him Maria is dead, he literally starts like shaking. The look on his cold. face, I can't, I can't. I couldn't watch. That's another moment where I had to turn away because, like, watching that guy, Anza Elwood cry. Oh gosh, <laughs> literally broke me to it my broke core. Me. Broke me. And then he like turns and like slams himself against the wall and is like oh, hitting it. Oh my gosh, it's so. I looked away, but I could hear him like hitting uh-huh. it. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, kind of fell to, oh, I couldn't, I can't. So, it was so, it was marvelously done. Oh, that, But it was, it was horrible. Um, But then, but then he goes upstairs. But then, then he goes upstairs and what does he do? He goes to the streets and starts shouting for Chino. And at that point I was like, are you tearing up right now? No. Okay. (laughs) It kind of looks like you are. Are you tearing up right now? And but he like, goes actually, the... I kind of want to rewatch it just to feel something. Oh, I do. I, it was the most I've felt in a really long time. You don't watch Star is Born tonight. Oh, no. That, we can't go there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, so, of course, in his distress, he goes to the streets. Oh. It's nighttime. He, he goes to the streets. He starts just yelling, just, Chino! Chino, I'm right here. He says, Chino, I'm here. Kill me, too, Chino. Oh. Kill me, too. And no, no, no. And that's when the girl... And person comes back, the one that's like ambiguous, and that person literally is trying to protect him because he, Mm -hmm. they know that the person Chino with the gun is 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 coming for him, not Maria. Yeah, and so they literally try to like drag him. Is like hiding him. Like come on, come on. And but Tony's like Tony's like no, no. Literally, I'd rather die. And so he's like Chino, kill me, come find me, Chino. Like he's yelling it at the top of his lungs, and all of a sudden we just see. Maria's Maria running is running back. towards him with a suitcase, and you have this moment of like, oh my gosh, yes. Like, Maria is alive. Oh my gosh. And then behind, oh, he you see Tony's so reaction, big. and he smiles so big, but behind Tony, then you Maria's see- Maria's face goes like Maria's face blank. goes blank, and you see behind Tony, Chino is running up behind Tony with a gun. But he misses at first. He shoots and oh, he misses. Oh my god, I couldn't. And I, I was couldn't. like, oh my god. I thought, I thought he didn't miss. I thought he shot Tony, and Tony just kept running, and oh. like- that then he shot been... him again. No, I thought he missed. And I was like, maybe we're going to get away with this. Maybe. Oh, good lord. But I then can't. as they're literally running at each other, Chino shoots shot, yeah. Tony. And Maria... Li- oh, I can't. I think Maria's final, like, when she grabs the gun and points towards everyone. Yeah. Because at that point, when Tony's on the ground and Maria's kneeling next to him, all of the sharks and kind of the jets have gathered around. Mm-hmm. And Maria grabs... Chino's gun and is like how many bullets are left like so that I can shoot all of you guys and still have a bullet left for myself that was so painful that That was so so painful I can't but then she drops the gun and just runs back to Tony she doesn't end up killing herself no, which, she doesn't kill anybody, actually. Yeah, yeah. Which, which I was surprised, because that is a deviation from Romeo and Juliet. I kind of like that she didn't kill anyone, because uh-huh. it, like, kept her, like, pure or whatever. Uh-huh. But then the grandma comes, grabs Chino, grabs the gun, uh-huh. and basically holds him as the police pull up, and that's the end. Oh, yeah. Wait, no, yeah. the, the end before they, the cops pull up is all of the sharks, are those the white people? 
the jets are the all of the jets pick up Tony like mm-hmm. respectfully like mm-hmm. lays arms across mm-hmm. his chest and carry him into the pharmacy that um, he lives in. I literally can't. I and it's like this great. I will say this: the cinematography oh. was really, really, really good. And I'm not like a cinematography yeah. buff after the dizzy part, but I noticed it. It really was good. Like the yeah, way they panned up at the end, yeah. and you got into to watch the fire them all kind of walking. Mm-hmm. It's just a movie that you absolutely have to see. And now that we've told you everything, and about it, I'm gonna assume that you've seen it. Because if not, like, you've ruined it for yourself. If not, listening to this podcast has ruined it for you, and we're going to say that in the title. This I'm gonna, episode is going to say, watch this after you've seen I'm West gonna, Side Story. We're going to record a little part mm-hmm. now that we'll put at the beginning. Yeah. But, man, hopefully this discussion that we've just had has helped you realize that you two are not alone in your feelings about this movie, if you felt anything that we felt. Um, and, and, like... DM us and let us know. I haven't... We didn't even talk about this part. Like, not the part of the movie, but, like, the part that we suffered through. Like, it was, like, painful. Like, all of the stabbings and stuff. Yeah. But the moment Tony was shot, Uh literally tears were streaming Uh down my face. Like, Uh there was no thoughts. Literally, like, explosion of tears. Uh Like, that doesn't... Like, I cry... I cry a lot nowadays. Uh But, like, in shows, like, usually it's, like, a gradual thing. I literally burst into tears. It's so sad. I'm actually like, almost <laughs> crying thinking about it right now. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm almost crying. This is going to be a great Definitely. title. It's going to be a clickbait title. We start crying on podcast episode. People get shot. Cute boy <laughs> shot. We watched a cute guy get shot. <laughs> oh, my oh gosh. But basically, you guys should all go see it. It was one of my favorite movie-going experiences, Same. I think. That was, it and was, I, like, an insanely yeah. good, actually. Yeah. I had was. no expectations I had no all. expectations either. And I didn't have, I, I didn't have bad expectations. I just didn't have any. No, like, same. I, I was like, oh, I love a musical. Yeah, me too. Me too, which is completely true. I am yeah. a sucker for a musical, yeah, so. But you guys, yeah, you should see it if you haven't. If you want to feel something. <laughs> I really would love to just go watch it again right me now. Me too. But I need some time to, like, have it have the same effect. Yeah. I kind of, like, need it. Uh, but I'm definitely going to go see it again. Oh, a thousand percent. For sure. For sure. So. Well, Man. I just, like, wait a little bit. Yeah. So it's just as shocking the next time. Oh, God. Because something so about it good. being that shocking. Also, like did it. you know the main, the girl was 17 when they filmed? No. She's 20 years old, and they filmed in 2019. Oh my goodness. Isn't that cool? I recognize her. She was also a fresh why. face, apparently, when Steven Spielberg cast her. She was, was really good. She was like a high school student. I recognized her. She was fabulous. Her name's Rachel Zegler, I think. She was fantastic. Like, she was the star. Like, oh my gosh. She yeah, was so she good. was really good. So good. I'm so emotional. Oh my gosh. Well, that well, was a really great start to the new year. That was a great start to the new year. Maybe we'll actually like do like New Year's related things in the next episode. And maybe by the time that we release this podcast episode, some of you guys will actually have gone to see what's I'm going to post on the story right now. Yeah. December 10th for everyone to go see it uh-huh. in preparation for this episode. Uh-huh. So they have a month to see it yeah. and prepare what they think. Yeah, for sure. There's nothing else to say. Yeah. I mean, that, I, one of the best movies I've seen in a while. Me too. So for sure. For sure. And came out of nowhere. I mean, yeah. I had yeah. like heard nothing about it Same. really. And then it was like, boom. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for listening to our um, cinematic 
Yeah, thanks for listening to a bunch of a social media management and an English major yep. give their opinion on a musical I, movie. There are a ton of motion pictures majors here that would just absolutely murder us for the way that we've been discussing. Yeah, me um, talking about film. how I was dizzy over the yeah. shot. <laughs> They'd be like, um, actually that's Spielberg's <laughs> boopity bop shot. <laughs> and he's bopping for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, let us know if you like this. Maybe we'll do some more movie reviews. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll start a series where we watch like heart wrenching movies and yeah. then talk about them immediately after while we're still crying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> crying ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> Who's to say we're not doing it right now? <laughs> oh man, well, this has been a great episode. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Adios. Bye.